Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never End Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially uh, Christian Cage. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm loving him right now. My name is Luke. I'm your host of the Never End Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Luke, and hello to the listeners, and goodbye to Christian Cage, because I don't care, but I, you know, noted New Japan wrestler Christian Cage. That's right. Welcome him to the show. That's right. I'm sure everyone was waiting to hear who I'd exclude or include in this episode, and they're like, oh, Christian Cage, right. I mean, his story stuff right now is just, like, absolutely impeccable, and I'm loving it. It's my favorite thing AEW is doing right now, <laughs> so I just had okay. to mention it because uh, apart from that and maybe some Wrestle Dream, all most of what I want to talk about is still New Japan pro wrestling, especially these uh, last two Road to Destruction shows at the Corrigans. Oh man, I can't wait! And I know I've spoken a lot already, Mr. Guy. But we're going to speak a little more just to get the professionalism out of the way. Because there are ways people can contact us if they wish to. We're on the Axie. Uh, oh, I won't do that ever again. We're on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusiver Tweets. Collectively, we are at NeverOpenPod. If you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. And if you got any of that Sasha Banks money... Uh, kick some of it our way and uh, buy yourself some merch that'll make you look never as <clears throat> does ELP yeah. do, he doesn't do that anymore I guess no, that's a, that's heel stuff you know um, is doing the oh, la 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 thing you know I guess that's just heel stuff and now he's all babyface we'll talk about if he's a good babyface or not in a bit but Luke you watched the wrestling show yesterday didn't you sure did and I expect I don't know what I expected, but I got a fucking great wrestling show yesterday. I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of people who listen to us maybe dip their toes into some AEWs, and if uh, any of them watch Wrestle Dream and didn't like it, I just don't. I don't know. What you, I don't know what you want. Like from AEW, they're not for you. <laughs> but oh, look, the pre-show there was a mixed tag match, and I think you tuned in for some of the pre-show, especially since I told you Mr. Bread was on. So. uh it was awesome, not only seeing Mr. Bread on our telly uh, but in the pre-show, but he got the win as well. So uh, I was very happy with that. Uh, Bad Dude Tito and the two Aussie boys from TMDK were here against the Acclaimed for their, their trios titles. Good fun match. Of course, uh, TMDK's losing, <laughs> and he does. Uh, Bad Dude Tito eats the pin, of course. Uh, then we have the actual show itself, and... I I don't know, man. I was just kind of blown away by it. Shibata versus uh, Eddie Kingston is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Aussie Open versus FTR is incredibly good. And uh, yeah, poor Dunksilla, he's injured again, again. You know, like like Adam Cole's just come back as well. Now he's injured again, again. Like He fell Adam- off that damn ramp, and that ramp took out two guys in one night. You know, it took out uh, uh, Moxley and it took out fucking Adam Cole. And didn't, like, CM Punk already, like, hurt himself jumping off the ramp? Can we quit jumping off the ramp, everybody? Let's quit yeah, jumping. Yeah, no more ramp. What do you think? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we had what was 
what I can only describe Mr. Guide as a oh no, I'll talk about the six man first. There was a six man match, Mr. Andy, which had Kota Ibushi on one side and Mr. Will Ospreay on the other. It was uh, Jericho, Omega, and Ibushi, Ibushi, sorry, versus uh, Konosuke, Takeshita, uh, Sammy Guevara, and of course, Will Ospreay and uh, the young boys won the match, which is something I'm happy with because I feel like they should because they need to move up the card in AEW. So I was happy with that. And also, like, like it's a magical experience that you should watch Mr. Guy no matter how you get to see it. I'm sure you'll watch it anyway when if you get a chance. But Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. is just like, that's religion right there. Like, that's why we watch wrestling, pretty much. Just imagine how good you think that match will be, Mr. Andy. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's that good, plus a little extra stank. So it's just a, a little bit better than how you imagine it might be, which is pretty fucking good. Like, I'm, uh, I'm imagining that William Regal, wherever he is, was very proud. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, I saw a few gifts from it, and it looked pretty fantastic. I will, of course, watch that match. These are two of my favorite wrestlers, one being my favorite wrestler ever. So, um, yeah, I just uh, – I was busy last night, and honestly, it kind of snuck up on me. I didn't realize it was this weekend, and uh, I don't want to give AEW my money. So, so there's yeah. that too. Uh, it's just it was, my opinion, you know. It was pretty crazy for me. Uh, I didn't end up watching Rampage or Collision this week because I was like, well, uh, Wrestle Dream is on, so I won't have – and I've got two New Japan shows to watch, and I always prioritize my New Japan over the uh, the A-dubs. That's just well, how I roll. You had a big weekend, right? You watched yeah. the, the Super Bowl in, in Australia. Australian, Australian Super Bowl. That's right. Uh, the uh, AFL, Australian Rules Football, Australian AFL, Australian Football League, yep, had its grand final. Brisbane Lions versus the Collingwood Magpies. The Collingwood Magpies being the most hated team in, in the league. <laughs> Everyone's got that one team. Don't, don't, I'm sure yeah. football has that one team. Everyone thinks uh, they're just one. a bunch of fucking pricks. One. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood is that for uh, for, for the AFL. That, and they won by about... Four points, which is a super close game in AFL. So uh, at least if uh, Brisbane were going to win, uh, at least uh, it was a close game. So uh, and I don't, I don't go for either team anyway. So I don't didn't really have a stake in it. I just wanted Collingwood to lose, and the pricks didn't. What a bunch of bastards! <laughs> that sounds like fun though. I always like yeah, it was great. You know, big championship games where like casual people that don't ever watch sports kind of come out of the woodwork just to watch, just to see what it's all about, and that's always fun. Um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, um, it's well, it's not uncommon for Charity and I to have either the grand final on or to join friends or family for something in, involving yeah. the grand final. It's just, I mean, yeah. by the way, grand final way better than Super Bowl. Does that even mean <laughs> Super Bowl? What? Like <laughs> the bowl refers to like where the football's played, I guess. It's like you know, the, like the ideas of big football games called a bowl because it takes place in a bowl. Like the stadium is shaped like a bowl. I can't think of any other reason because they have all kinds of college games and it's called the College Bowl Series. And all the big games are bowls. There's a fucking Tostitos Bowl. There's a like um, Bass Pro Shops Bowl. What is oh this? Great final, way better. Just saying. You know, I really don't like that 
whole practice, we'll get to New Japan, everyone, of uh, companies and brands, not only do they sponsor a stadium, but they get the stadium named after them. Yeah. And I shit you not, in the heart of Melbourne, there is a stadium right now called Marvel Stadium. That's right. (laughs) The nerds have sponsored a stadium, bitches. We won. It's over. Nerds win. Nerds win. (laughs) <laughs> I saw, uh, was it, um, oh, Jump Jump Street, 21 Jump Street? I saw that movie 10 years ago or whatever. I know the nerds won. That's right. All hey, right. Now, Luke, yes. hold on one second. I do have some information just to let people know. So the Wrestle Dream, so that's a ripoff of another Wrestle Dream show that took place in Kobe, which we were just there last week for, you know, for Destruction. And it was in 1991, and it was, like, one of these, like, everybody's on the card kind of things. I mean, like, Hulk Hogan's on the card. You know, there's – let me just read some of the names of people that are on this card. It's unbelievable. Minoru Suzuki's on that card in 1991. He must have been so handsome. He was so handsome as a young man. Um, uh, You know, the original Funaki is on there, like the, you know, the shoot fighter Funaki. We got Great Kabuki. You got John Tenta. He is not a fish. And we got uh, Bret Hart on this show. Randy Savage. And Randy Savage versus Tenru is on the show. I, I got to watch that. I want to see that. So. Oh, dude. It's like uh, John Tenta, a wrestler so big that uh, the ripples of his movements are still being felt in uh, 2023. Dude, I love him. Like, I love Earthquake. There's a match, and it's like – it's just some random match off like, I don't know, Saturday night or something like that. And it's fucking John Tenta versus Hercules Hernandez, and Hercules like sells the stomping. Like, because you know how like uh, Earthquake would jump around and stomp and stuff, and like – and the fucking ref does too, and they both act like they're going to fall down. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I – I never hated John Tenta. Uh, I always liked wrestlers with a bit extra. I know he's technically got a lot extra, cause, but I've always had a bit to a lot extra, depending on the, the decade or the year or the fuck I'm eating or drinking at the time. So, you know, I always kind of... Uh, I mean, Vader was one of my... I, I liked Vader a lot more, but uh, I was a bit of a Tenta fan, yeah. What about... He uh, had his Tenta hooks into me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Did you were you a big Kevin Owens guy? Did you like Kevin Owens? Kevin Steen? Yeah. Yep. Pretty uh, cool. Absolutely. Even uh, you know, I I took Michelle to a WWE house shows for before I met charity. And uh she got herself uh I think a Finn Balor shirt and I got myself a Kevin Owens one. Finn Balor was still at NXT at the time, so we did the arm wave thing and no one else in the crowd did because what? no one else wanted NXT, I guess. Because so we were absolutely horrified and disappointed by uh, the uh, the uh, Melbourneian crowd at the time. How oh, dare they? This is like eight years ago. Yeah. Well. Um. Anyway, I just thought you'd find it interesting to hear what the original <laughs> Wrestle Dream card was, uh, which led to all kinds of fun conversation. But um, we also have some news coming out of Wrestle Dream. One of the items that we just kind of want to talk about is that Aussie Open. Um, Dunkzilla's hurt again. Man, this guy can't catch a break. In this year alone, he's either injured or he accidentally hurt someone. And I just, like, I know none of it's intentional or on purpose because no one wants to, 
you know, injure one of their com- competitors, especially if one of them's like Osprey, your group leader. Right. And, uh, and no one wants to get injured because it fucking hurts, right? So I see it. Like, I, I know that it's just, it's just the universe is bound uh dunk zilla and thought you know what fuck this guy for some reason the universe so. is just yeah. dunking on him they're, they're dunking on dunk zilla stop it leave like him it. be he is an aussie treasure in the wrestling community and we want him safe and healthy and wrestling each week please i also yeah. feel sorry for kyle fletcher who's like well what do you do like, yeah and it's like a broken wrist i think and it's like it just, I, I don't know, man, it raises a lot of questions and just makes you wonder about things. And it's just like, man, it just sucks. I hate when wrestlers get snake bit with, yeah. you know, with injuries. And it happens to some of the best of them. But at the same time, look at Finley now. You know, he was one of those guys that was totally snake bit and could not catch a break for every time they gave him a story, his shoulder separated or his knee went out or whatever it was, you know, and it was like, come on and like you know that booking has to get frustrated with stuff like that and and they give up on guys sometimes and it's sad um you know hopefully that aussie open can continue to be a thing but i think that this is maybe like okay kyle fletcher let's get him out there and let him do stingles you know because he's a top tier talent let's just saying absolutely and look i know we itching to talk about our new japan spits i will mention just one more uh AW thing. I don't know if anything progressed on Collision or whatever because I didn't watch it. But <laughs> I didn't have time, man. I had way too much wrestling. I know. Watch. It's just but, funny uh, to hear you say the way you said it was funny. Yeah, but uh, Jay White and MJF are about to feud. Oh yeah. And if you were wondering if uh, Jay White could hang with MJF on the mic, uh, he can't. But I would also say uh, no one can really hang with MJF on the on the mic. He's, Listen, I watch. I that. would say. I would say he might be the best guy on that mic, like in that role, since maybe The Rock. Yeah, I, he's tremendous on the mic. There's no doubt about it. He's one of the best to ever do it. He also gets preferential treatment, I'm sure, with the oh. things that he gets to say. And, you know, that it was very clear that that whole promo segment, although well executed, was very stilted in his favor to have the most words to say and the most cutting things to say. So I don't think that was a fair interpretation of Jay White. And if you remember, now listen, I am a huge Jay White fan. I want him to succeed, but I don't think he is going to work on American television wrestling just because look at what I, I just, I just don't see how he works in that atmosphere. And it's just my opinion. You know, uh, some people say wrestling's universal. I don't believe that it is, uh, you know, in a lot of ways sometimes, you know, meaning one guy can't necessarily work in every company and be over. Now, if you just look at cancer in America. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's more popular now than he was. He was in WWE. Tommy, you know, maybe that's not right, but uh, he is getting booked all over my local like the Cleveland local indie is booking him. And I, it's so funny because they, they put making bank, man. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> they put on the poster debuting Kenta. Like he's going to be back, you know, to like, <laughs> to well, like look, I will say <laughs> Jay White is still one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. And I've enjoyed how they've booked him so far. And 
I can only imagine that for a lot of guys, Jay White included, and for maybe most of the roster, CM Punk not being on Collision anymore, that's going to open up a lot of doors for I a lot of guys. Right. Yeah, I hope you're right. And uh, it's. I mean, uh, either I way, so. he was in a promo segment with the top guy in the company, and that's exactly. fantastic. That, like, and that's that's where he should be. So I'm glad he's there. Yeah. And it's so weird, Luke, because I was like, I just for some reason remembered. Oh yeah, I have a cable login. And I logged in and watched AEW the other night, and that was on. And I was just like, wow, I turned this on at the right time. And I watched that segment, and I was kind of pissed, and I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're doing Jay, right by Jay White. He got to beat uh, Andrade the other week. Not clean, because, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's a right. heel. I'm, I'm, right. I'm more than okay with that. Like, if he's a heel, why would he be winning clean for? Like, that's stupid. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, but anyway, you, you beat someone like Andrade, you move up a bit, and he just moved right up to the top. I it's love true. it. It's good stuff. Now, Luke, we, we have, yes? we, well, we have one more piece of news, and I think right. we should deliver it, because it's, you know, it's not, it's not the kind of news I should be delivering. What's it about? Give me a, a It's hint about an, a New Japan injury. Right. Is there a New Japan? Oh, yeah. Bad right. podcasting. I tried to throw it. You. Is, it didn't work. It, is, it did. But uh, is this Goto? Are you talking about Goto or something? I am, yeah. Yeah. So Goto's banged up and he's a little hurt, which, uh, man, you remember when the United States title used to be the most snake bit title in wrestling? Yeah. I'm starting to think it's those fucking tag titles. <laughs> I know, right? He's like, Doug Silla's like, my wrist hurts. And Goto's like, no. I will do this. I will be injured, yeah. you know? No, my everything hurts. <laughs> and I'm tired. <laughs> it's I don't, I'm upset that he's hurt because I can't see people beat him up now. Yeah. At this point. I so just want to point out that Yajiro's never injured. And I'm glad he's never injured. <laughs> but like, I also would also like to say that wrestlers I like get injured more than wrestlers I do Yeah. Like. And I don't uh, want anyone to get injured, but that's just how it goes, you know. Well, it's Yujiro, my logic in my brain. Yujiro's high spot is biting a guy. So Biting a guy, fisherman buster. That's as dangerous as he's getting. Yeah, he's got yeah, this stupid true. kick. That's it, man. Um, that's uh, It's disappointing, but apparently the you know actual factual news is that he has an MCL injury. Uh, according to new japan and that he is off the rest of the tour but that doesn't necessarily mean he's off destruction you know i they they haven't really said that and you know new japan's been playing a lot of games with injuries lately so you know we'll see hopefully he's okay all right And, and in a move that both i don't like but it also cheers me up because i don't want people to get sick either but uh, Yo is not on these two shows we're about to talk at because uh, he's, he's got a bit of sniffly nose. So uh, we get Yoshihashi instead. And I know that's like, for you, that's replacing like a shit sandwich with a turd sandwich. But uh, for me... Giant douche. For me, uh, yeah, for me, I really like Yoshihashi. <laughs> at least a lot more than I like Yo. So yeah, that's I'm fair. okay with this. He at least tries hard, you know. So that, Yeah. I'm at least going to see Yoshihashi try. Yeah. Whereas like Yo's gonna either fall asleep or piss his pa- piss his pants. So like, <laughs> or you're gonna fall asleep and piss. <laughs> that's right. <his> pants. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
You come, right, Jerry comes in the room, you're passed out, it's your pants are all wet, and she's like, oh my god, was you wrestling a singles match? <laughs> <laughs> what have I told you about those yo matches? <laughs> you're like, I have to cover for the podcast. I'm sorry, you have to sacrifice so much, Luke. Yeah, it's... it's... <laughs> oh, yes. All right, so... Let's do it. It's Road to Destruction. We're in Corican for both nights. And probably because you've already given everyone information about every arena, we, we're doing this other thing now where we uh, read crappy reviews for these arenas. And uh, you got a uh, you got a one-star review of Corican Hall for us, Mr. Guy? Yes, I, I sent you a one-star review. I also have another review, which I'll go ahead and read mine first. Um so it goes a little something like this. When you go up the stairs to the fifth floor, there are many legends. There is a ring that spins from the past to the future. If you want to forget cool. everything and go crazy, come on. Five motherfucking stars, Luke. Dude! Oh my god, you got me! I was like, why is this guy complaining? This sounds like the best review ever. It sounds like a magical place I want to visit. Five stars. Thank you. That was, oh, my God. You did say before we recorded there would be a surprise for me. And that was, oh, my God. I really enjoyed that. All right. So uh, here's my review, everyone. Easy to see from any seat. One star. <laughs> that one's great. I love that one. See, that's why I personally would love Corican Hall, because I could just get myself a nosebleed seat for cheap that's and right. still see, like, all the action pretty fucking well. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those guys who feels the need to be, like, uh, in the front row and stuff. Would I like it? Yeah, sure. But, I, uh, I will say there was a um, lot of reviews that had, like, kind of backhanded compliment about you can see from any seat. Like, the venue is very, very, very small. You can see from every seat you see, you know, like that kind of thing. But I thought that one was a little more to the point, and I was confused by the one star. <laughs> so Kurgan Hall is fucking packed and stacked, Luke. And Chris is on yeah, the is. call, and he gets joined by somebody else later. And I can't believe it. It was incredible. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to start us off tonight? Or? Yeah, let's do it. And I got a little tribute. So this match is Oscar Luege uh, versus <laughs> versus Hanare, man. And this is Big Boy Pro Wrestling. So welcome to where the big boys play. Welcome hey. to New Japan Pro Wrestling. So this match is fantastic because you got two things going on here. You got a young lion trying to prove themselves, you know, in, in a situation, a singles match and opening the show, which is always kind of like a it's it's a sacred spot on the show for them. So you got somebody willing to try hard and you got someone that's willing to give, which is Hanari. So Hanari's extremely generous in this match. It's fantastic. I, I don't have like, you know, play by play notes, but Oscar does his new special move in this match, which is taking your crazy bump out of the ring to the floor. <laughs> like, All right. 
All right, Oscar. Maybe only in singles matches, but not for Makabe anymore. Okay, so yes, agreed. <laughs> so he gets a huge comeback at around five minutes in. Five minutes in, and he gets a huge like drop kick on Hanare and a body slam for two. But in the end, it's a back fist. Wait a second, and a rampage tackle for uh, for the win for Hanare. He was very generous, as I said, uh, letting Oscar get all kinds of stuff. And he's all mad at Eddie Kingston, who's definitely watching. So, My theory after watching this match, I had a dumb theory play out in my brain. It's just like, man, imagine like everyone on the card after this match, for some reason, just caught this match. Just decided, hey, I'm getting ready. I'm chilling out at back. This is, oh, this match is on. Then they watched it and thought, oh, shit. We've got to, we've got to fight. We, we can't fucking, we can't half-ass this now. We got to go out there and either crush it or just make sure we put on a great show. Because I thought this match opening was awesome and never as fuck. Yeah. You just started the show never as fuck, Panare and Oscar I mean, Loop. I loved it. Did oh. you know, Luke? That I believe this one was free on New Japan World. So just saying. Oh man. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Oh, that's, that's another why reason. Why All right, okay. Yeah. Because some a lot of these other house shows are just they've been good, but you know, they're these kind two of were good. very good. Yeah, these two were yeah. awesome. All right. So next let's go to the next match. We have uh, Bolton Oleg, Yudo Nakashima, and Tiger Mask versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi, yay! Yo would have been in this match, and I would have had to watch maybe Yo pin one and someone. So I'm glad that uh, it's Yoshihashi. I hope Yo gets better though, all that kind of stuff. So I like this. You know Nakashima's getting all up in Tanahashi's grill. And, what? Uh, what is he doing? Just getting all up in his face. It's gonna make the next night really surreal and weird when uh, Yudo tags with him and <laughs> voluntarily gets into double team moves with Tanahashi and stuff. I'm like, all right. Tanahashi floors him pretty easy and then test tags in Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi lets Yudo get in some strikes only just to get fucking chopped. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, Yudo's knocking Tana off the apron and everything. Like what's what's going on, Yudo Nakashima? You're not you're not happy tonight. You're going hard against Tanahashi. <laughs> it's like Suzuki told you backstage, go hard, motherfucker. And he's like, Yes, sir. I will. <laughs> I think it's hair envy. That's what I think it is. Nakashima's like, hmm, you think your hair's cool? He tried to grab Tanahashi's hair at the beginning. Yeah. Psycho I, I think, behavior. Do you, remember, do you remember those old 90s movies, House Party? I think Yudo's yeah. trying to get maybe one of those, like, like that kind of square head. That that man, that okay. hair was cool. Uh, Yoshihashi chops Tiger Tiger Mask really hard, and I'm like, fuck you, man. What are you doing? <laughs> it's Tiger Mask. Why are you chopping him that hard? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Tanahashi drops an elbow on Tiger Mask as well. And I'm like, what are you leave Tiger alone? What in fact I'm thinking to myself, Tiger, what are you doing taking all these bumps? You got two young lions right there. You yeah. go in, get some of your shit in, tag out. Nah, you gotta take a beating for some reason <laughs> off uh, off the other faces. And now it's Ishii's turn to kick Tiger Mask ass. What's going on here? Tiger Mask has heat. He's got Kushida level heat, I guess. Does. Oh my god. Tiger <laughs> then does the wise move of uh, taking in Bolton Oleg. So Bolton Mania can run wild on everyone for some reason. And I'm thinking, like, all right, if Tiger's not going to take the pin and it can't be Bolton because he's got a hot tag 
uh, uh, sorry, TV title match coming up. Correct. That means uh, poor Yudo's eating this pin. But uh, Oleg, I do notice he botches a fireman's carry on Ishii, but then they both recover pretty well and move into the next spot, so it's fine. Mm. There's some uh, pretty great chops. He gets to get, uh, Mr. Oleg, he gets to get the upper hand over both Tanahashi and Ishii for a little bit. Then he tags in Yosa, Yudo, uh, Yudo Nakashima because, you know, the uh, match is over. Right. He gets to... <laughs> <laughs> he does get to grab the shit out of Tanahashi, which means to me that uh, Tanahashi is going to snap Yudo Nakashima in two. And he does with the JTO, the uh, Texas Clues, I believe. Yeah. Post-match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> J tapped out, yeah. Uh, just uh, And after the match, we get uh, Josh Alexander and the Motor City Machine Guns challenging for the six-man titles. And Tanahashi says, yeah, of course. Let's do it. Okay. Got a couple things we need to talk about here. One is that, okay, Bolton Oleg, let's say he does two throws, like two judo throws or whatever they are. One will be great, and the other one will be weird. Yes. It's like it's like 50% of his stuff looks awesome, and the other half is like, oh, my God, what did you do? Like, so it's, it's a little scary sometimes, but that's kind of fun. You know, um, I, I don't know. I'm a little worried about that a little bit. But also, uh, let's talk about the booking. <laughs> right? So this is like if we challenge you, but on a match that's already announced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We were already talking so, about this last episode. Uh, so that's a thing. And then also we need to talk a little bit about, um, you know, we'll talk about the actual match here coming up. <laughs> Another like dumbass thing that New Japan did recently is they've already announced where all the best of seven matches are going to be. And one, like the, the seventh one is it destruction here coming up, you know, the big show. It's like, okay, so we know that's going to happen. Like you spoiled the booking for the rest of yeah. <laughs> And all you need to do is just put in, in tiny little brackets, best of seven match if needed, if needed. Yes, that's it. Just, Two words in brackets, if needed. But, but still, booking the one on on the big show. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't. You gotta you gotta like not book that stuff out at all, and then like be like, oh, this has been added to the show, you see, and then you're adding value to the show. But anyway, yes, I just cracked up at that that promo. But um, one more thing we do have to mention before we um you know move on is that okay, so um Aaron Hanare recently was on commentary during the g1 and it was it was not good you know it was like he was so reserved and worried about what he was going to say that yeah, it was fucking he shit. didn't have i mean that's just the way i saw it he didn't have much to say that was a value and it was just kind of like oh man he sounds so uncomfortable well since then you know he's gotten the you know the face tattoo and he has kind of like found himself in wrestling and I, I feel like that he feels way more comfortable. He seems more comfortable. And my God, he joins commentary with Chris Charlton. And it's incredible. It's not good. It's incredible. It's like, yeah, can we get great. these two to do commentary every night? He's so excited and fired up to watch wrestling. And he's not like hyper-focused on, I mean, like I remember a few times in the, la the last time he had a couple insights on a couple moves. And it was like, that's what we want. But we also want, the excitement, you know, that you feel when, when you watch pro wrestling, because if you're a pro wrestler, you get fired up from watching pro wrestling right up close like that, because you see the things that we don't. And so 
what are those things? Tell us. That's what he did. It's awesome. And he was funny. He told he told Bushi Chica to Madre, which means fuck your mom. And then he also said fuck on accident at one point. And Chris was just like rendered speechless because he couldn't stop he couldn't stop laughing. So and Ari is amazing. By the way, John Moxley on commentary is a sight to behold. I uh, heard that. But, yes, yes. But oh, there's one funny thing he does on commentary, and I'll and I'll move straight back to Hanare, but John Moxley is like, I didn't appreciate, he must have said shit or something like that, and mm-hmm. oh, he's like, must have gotten told off backstage or just nudged by the commentators, so he don't do that, don't do that. So he covers his mouth during the Yuta, Wheelie Yuta, Ricky Starks match, and he's just like, kick the shit out of him! Beat the shit out of him, yeah! <laughs> that was and, great. And, and then Moxley's like, don't worry, guys, I, I had my hand over my mic, and then Excalibur points out, um, we, we, um, we have microphones on our headphones too, you know. <laughs> and Mox is like, "Oh yeah," because <laughs> we could all hear him yell that we out. Didn't care. And Scalper had to nicely be like, "We've got headphones too." So yes, Hanare is fantastic on commentary. He and I maybe it helps too that the first match he gets the call has uh, three of his boys in the match, like Greater right. Khan, Jeff Cobb, and uh, Callum Newman. So uh, maybe that's – and because it's an LIJ tag match and they're always yes. amazing, uh, it sets the stage for him to kind of – He did great. Yeah. But but one more thing. I, I want to go back to what you were saying about John Moxley. I watched that match, and he – it was great. Um, there was some kind of crazy head hold going on. He was like, what is that? Some kind of less Thatcher hold? And, man – um, Nigel McGuinness, like his voice got all like sparkly and happy, and he was like, "Well, bless Thatcher, he is a great wrestler, you know, like wrestling coach." And like they are bros, dude. Him, like Nigel McGuinness and Les Thatcher are like really good friends. When Nigel came to America, you know, and was wrestling at ROH, he got signed by WWE, and when he did, he went to. Uh, uh, you know, what is it? Heartland Wrestling Association as HWA, which which Les was the uh, owner of and Les kind of helped him acclimate to America more and stuff like that. So they're bros. And I was like, I just thought that was such a cool moment. But anyway, Hanari was also awesome on commentary. So but uh, That's Luke, right. the, the next match is, in fact, Ocon on the cob and Newman versus Bushi Suji. <laughs> And Shingo and and Suji and Great Khan are like, hey, you want to tear it up? You saw that first match, let's do it. And they just fucking rip the roof off the place, just wrestling <laughs> circles around every. It's just incredible, man. I love it. And then of course, you know, Night Empire, they isolate Bushi and they start getting all kinds of heat on him. And uh, Cobb throws him all over the fucking place, and it's great. Shingo in versus Cobb, and that's. You know, that's a classic matchup at New Japan at this point, and it's tremendous. Newman gets in versus Suji, and Suji seems to be the dedicated, <laughs> like, hey, you're the guy that's going to run the ropes with this Newman guy. You know, like, and and so he can match him, you know, speed-wise, and it's it's just, it looks so great, and they both look fantastic. It's, it's tremendous. So then Cobb takes the Bushi dive and takes a hilarious bump over the guardrail, all comedic style. And it's great. And um, there's a cool, all kinds of cool roll-ups between Newman um, and Suji. He gets some near falls, but Suji grabs him out for the win. <laughs> oh. 
And he smiles like, while he's doing everything. If anyone wasn't sure if Yoda Suji was a member of LIJ, uh, this asshole Brab <laughs> right at the end of the match proves it because this oh, is a dickhead LIJ finish. If I had ever seen one, which I like. And uh, yeah, Yoda fits right in. He also turns that into a bit of a pendulum too, which is kind of gnarly. I like that. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Oh, man, I really like this next match, too. It's uh, Kushida, Kevin Knight, El Fantasmo, and Hikaleo versus the War Dogs, uh, Heavy and Junior. So we've got the Driller, uh, Dan Maloney. We've got Clark Connors. We've got Alex uh, Alex, Car- Alex C. And Gabe Kid, Gabe Kid, Gabe Kid. Uh, He's a madman. Yeah. There's a brawl to start off, and El Fantasma and Gabe Kidd go at it, and I'm like, yay! It's Alex C. whooping Hikaleo on the outside. Man, El Fantasma and Kidd is great. And uh, killed <laughs> Kidd at one moment, like, he tells the crowd that they suck in Japanese, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Dude, Kevin Knight, you think, like, he'll just miss his dropkick, and, like, you'll do the net normal, I've missed the dropkick landing spot? He lands on his feet. What? Okay, so he just did a drop kick flip in the air pretty much and landed. Kevin Knight, amazing. Alex C gets a good height slamming uh, Knight who's bumping like absolute crazy. When you can get the height that uh, Kevin Knight can get, he can make those bumps look really high and, and gnarly. It's awesome. Kenta Sato, he gets uh, shoved and chomped out too, which is all good. By the way, the Bullet Club guys are all in jeans, giving them a very hooliganish kind of yeah. uh, look. When they're all wearing them, they, they look like bullies, and they're going to act like bullies. It's fantastic. Connor hits Knight with a pounce, by the way, to stop him from tagging out, and that was fucking, like, awesome. <laughs> Kevin Knight then uses, uses his agility to flip out of a, a double-team move and hit a double Pele kick. Hikaleo comes in. Oh, my God. You think there's going to be a double choke slam, but then he just makes them butt heads and a double lariat, which is cool. <laughs> Gabe and Alex, they, they wail on him, and ELP comes in with the save, and then he and ELP, uh, Hikaleo and ELP, both suplex the War Dogs together, which is awesome. There's this UFO big boot thing that they both do, so we're getting... Uh, Previews here of what their tag team's going to be like in World Tag League, I guess. Chris mentions the uh, Dua Lipa here. Ah, oh, yes, uh, you got it. It's <laughs> over with us. Don't you worry, man. I wrote that down. I heard that. Alex C hits a major German suplex on Hikaleo. Like, Woo. it's fucking insane. Uh, Connors and uh, there's uh, some. Ah, oh, Kevin Knight does like the biggest springboard I've ever seen. There's also, like, a slight communication stutter with uh, Clark and Driller here, but uh, that's all right. They uh, recover, hit a total elimination on Kushida. Uh, The faces take over, and Knight's dive takes everyone out, and Kushida rolls up the Driller for three. (laughs) I really like this match. Mostly, like, it's not just mostly because I like this Bullet Club team, which I do, but uh, I am really digging El Fantasma and Hikaleo together. It's really cool. Kushida's, like, amazing. And Kevin Knight bumping around all over the place, getting massive height. I love it. Yeah, this is good. I'm pretty sure any time you say that one move that you mentioned, you have to call it total elimination. 
like that. You have to say it like that. <laughs> You can't just say <laughs> I like Joey Styles. I don't care what names they give it either. I see that move and I'm like, fuck you, that's total elimination. Total elimination! <laughs> it's the best. So a couple observations from this match. One is that Hanari's hilarious because he's like, Oi! What are these guys? They're from the oh no, the the hard streets of London. <laughs> making fun of them because oh that was tremendous. That made me laugh really hard. And then also, I just want to mention that everybody needs to know this podcast and Hikaleo are best friends on on Instagram. He liked one of our Instagram messages or something or whatever you call them. But uh, also, true. yeah, we are best friends. And that is very important to know. So um, that match was fantastic, Luke. And it was like, hey, remember that these guys are assholes? And remember that Kevin Knight is a fucking amazing wrestler? That's what the match was, right? And they did it. And 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 we want to like solidify more teamwork between Kushida and Kevin Knight and ELP and Hikaleo. They did that. Like there's there's so many things accomplished in that match. This is great New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, next week yeah. we have a match that is sure is one. It's Tamatanga, Tongaloa, <laughs> and Jado. How did I end up with this again? Versus Gato, Chase Owens. And Dave Finley. And so this match is, there is a, listen, okay, the Tonga Lois 619 is one of the worst moves in the history of professional wrestling. Can we take it off the board, please? It needs to stop. It's bad. This match is typical. We do get some Jada versus Gato, which is always good times. But this is, in fact, a match that I watched that is in my notes. And there's all kinds of heat on Jado. You know the story. You know the song. And Jado fires up. It's all crappy. And then Tama tags in. Him and Finley wrestle. It's really good. It's like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. And Hanari has fun overselling the devastating chops from Tonka Loa. <laughs> He's kind of being sarcastic. It's great. So... He makes uh, uh, Tama Tonga or Tonga Loa makes Gato tap out to the cross face and he wants to arm wrestle Chase Owens right now. But no, Chase Owens makes the fan have to the fans have to wait. What a heel. <laughs> he making us wait for something we don't want. <laughs> Yay. Uh, I literally just had to put my head down for a second. So. So bad. It's like that match was awesome and terrible all at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, ever seen a guy that, it's like, like Tongaloa looks huge and strong, but he, I don't think he likes being known as the big man. I think he wants to do other moves instead because I don't know. He never quite makes you believe that he's like the strongest man there is. That's, no, you're right. That's a good point. He should overpower everyone. We don't see him getting in like tests of strength like he used to do that when he first started. And like, he's not know, doing never strikes and shit. You're like, no. you know what I mean? His like yeah. strikes devastate people. Hmm. Like, I think Tamatonga hmm. is stronger than, than Tonga Loa, even though like the visual is that Tonga Loa is one of the biggest dudes they have. But uh, I don't know. Hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? It's just maybe that's what we've all pigeonholed him as because that's how he looks. But in his brain, he's just like, maybe that's not the style I want. But that's yeah. like the <laughs> ultimate wrestler, man. The big man that can move around. It's yeah. like 
it's it's the 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 dream top guy, right? I mean, like that's that's what you're all you're hoping for is this guy that's big that can move around and like I don't know, man. I just feel like that there is a way to wrestle like a big guy, and you could be right. It's possible that that's not happening here. So, but uh, I won't uh, I won't lay into Tonga Loa any more than I usually do, I guess. But uh, next we have. Hey, it's the fourth of <laughs> seven. I'm pretty sure we saw the first three matches, by we the did, way. So yeah. I don't think we've missed any. So my complaints from previous episode can shut the fuck up because we've seen them all so far. It's uh, it's the fourth match between uh, Shooter Umino, Yuji Nagata, and Master Wato versus Strong Style, which is Ren Narita, Minaro Suzuki, and El Desperado. Uh, and the, the booking so far is like one, one, and one. So this has been booked like it. So uh, it's they, nice they to know seven? that. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's nice to know that Shooter and Renderita are still being booked like they're in A block. So that's there's oh, there's that. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's great. That is great. Oh, I've been I've been dying to say that joke. So yes, they they. <laughs> They also do me a solid tonight, and they come out to Kazi Ni Nare, which is awesome because, uh, Ren, your music's not that good, uh, but Suzuki's <laughs> is the best. I like Ren Narita, but come on, man. His music is kind like, of trash. Like, the musical order for that team should be Suzuki, Desperado, that's it. Yeah. All right, so this, we got Chumpy <laughs> record this too, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Chumpy's reffing, so that's awesome. Is awesome. Uh, Suzuki takes uh, swats out at Nagata uh, before the bell, just like, oh, you're in within arm's reach? Going to start yanking him. Uh, the dad start is pretty awesome. Uh, Suzuki quickly takes it to the outside, of course, so they throw each other into the railing, as they want to do. Shooter and... Uh, <laughs> Shooter knocks Ren off the apron and into the railing as well, so they're all wanting to kill their own... Specific guy it's that they pissed off. It's three singles matches. <laughs> it's three singles feuds in one. Wato's trying to uh, to kill Suzuki at one point, which is absolutely adorable. <laughs> Breaking the There's law. A, Wato needs a mask or a beard, man. Like he looks yeah, too dude. adorable. Like, he really does. Then you see him out and about in public, and he looks really nice and adorable. <laughs> Put a mask on that man, like right now, or beard him up. It's too late. <laughs> oh my god, shoot. Yeah, it's too it's too late. It's way too late. <laughs> Despy gets the chance to beat the ever loving crap out of Wato and uh, and he takes it. Uh Ren and, and Shooter are uh, absolutely killing it. There's there's a bridging suplex for two from Ren. Uh Shooter puts on an SDF. Ren gets an octopus hold on Shooter, who makes it to the ropes. But there's a bridging German for two. Man, Ren's pulling out all the freaking suplexes and bridging all of them every single time. I love that. Oh, so good. Shooter puts... Uh, yep, 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 there we are. Shooter hits uh, an amazing set of moves on Ren Narita, and especially that like Tornado DDT was incredible. But uh, Ren hit, wins when uh, he hits like a snap suplex but bridges that as well for the three. I was like, holy shit. I, oh, man. I like I liked those finishes by Ren Reader a hell of a lot more than his usual. Uh, I'm just going to put you in a dumbbell stretch. Oh, I won. Yay. So uh, amazing finish. And it's a great finish too because Ren Reader actually gets to beat uh, Shooter Umo yeah. here. And, I think uh, it's the first time. Back. Yeah, very it's much the, the first time. First time he's pinned him since they were young lions, or maybe ever. I don't know. 
You know, yeah, um, that was shocking. Like that. This match was great. It got it in. Fantastic. It did its thing. It got out, man. And it was like, yeah, that's what I want from this. And uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed Wado getting real mad. Like his impotent rage is one of my favorite things about it. So, you know, that was awesome. And uh, I thought this match was really good. It was fun. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, next, Luke. Listen, I'm not talking about this one, but you got to talk about the next one, okay? So, because right. this is something we have to share. Because the best storyline in New Japan is just question mark guys versus House of Torture. And that's what we get next. We have just <laughs> three guys. And it's Doki, Takamichinoku, and Sonata versus House of Torture. And it's interesting because the uh, just three guys use the just four guys entrance video from like the first <laughs> one they ever used. That's pretty funny. You know, that's the whole, you know, Takamichinoku telling us they're, they are going to change and all that shit. So um, it's great. Taka's wearing Taichi's mask and he has the microphone, just like they carried Kanemaru's, uh his, his whiskey. Now, it's interesting. So we do have to point out that like, you know, remember, you know, uh, Kanemaru, he faked an injury, right, in a match. And if you listen to that episode where we covered that, I just want to point out that I knew that was not real. So anyway, but he, so, you know, he fakes an injury and then he's out for a little bit. So, you know, just, just how many guys they are going to kind of give them a, you know, a dose of their own medicine here, which is pretty funny. So, all right, so here we go. Taka's wearing Taichi's masks as a microphone. Show says, they're just three guys in attacks. And guess what? They beat up Taka Michinoku. And uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And they do the whole, like, low blow karate chop to his uh, you know, <laughs> balls thingy, which is very funny. And Sonata gets in, and he puts everybody in paradise locks. And it's great. Doki gets in and does a Doki Choki on show. And Hanari does the call like three times. And it's like fun. Each time is funnier than the last. <laughs> and then there's a chump bump in this match. And Hanari cracks up. <laughs> Me too, buddy. So, so now there's a despicable act in this match that I have to say it. And I just hope that people won't judge me because I said these words. Please don't take these out of context. But Yujiro takes Tai Chi's microphone stand and hits Doki with it. Let's move on. So, but here's the thing oh, is right after that happened, it looks like just three guys are fucked. They're in trouble. I don't know if they're going to make it, but somebody appears in a magical tracksuit. It's Tai Chi. He appears, and that allows Doki to roll up show for the win. <laughs> that is, like, listen, if you want to, like, disrespect your enemy, distract them and let Doki roll them up. <laughs> I mean, if it, was, if it was Taka, it might have been even worse, you know. So, um, but Taichi gets massive cheers, and he looks like a total badass, and it's awesome. And Kanemaru trash talks him, and Taichi grabs the mic and tells us there will be a card change for the next show. He's a liar. Uh, but, well, no, the card changes. He's joining the card on the next show. But he kind of insinuates that just four guys will once again be just five guys soon. He's bringing some help because that's where he's been recruiting, Luke. Oh, my God, who's right. it going to be? He's not taking mental health days. 
he's uh he's recruiting they need a fifth member because you know they got t-shirts to sell they got two t-shirts they could just always have like the fifth guy betray them and just in and, like have as many fifth guys as there are drummers for spinal tap but that's okay i don't mind <laughs> man this match is awesome i love this feud uh heaps of house of torture fans in the crowd like Heaps of people with towels, signs, T-shirts. So everyone loves to hate the House of Torture. It's it's awesome because uh, I don't just love them. I love seeing them get theirs as well. That's that's how it works. And they get theirs. Uh, and not only do I get to see see them get some comeuppance, Doki wins. Doki <laughs> yeah. fucking wins. Now, yeah. I know that they're probably going to go to another Tai Chi show match, and that's fine. I, I understand. I'm happy with that. It's It's great. But Doki just pinned the champion. Give me that match, please. Give me, give me, give me. You could even have the uh, King of Pro Wrestling title be a junior title for a little while. Why not? Hmm? Secondary junior title? Eh? 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 <laughs> Luke? And I... May I open up the fantasy dream book for a moment? You may. Okay, I have a question for you. Ooh. Ishimori. Yuya Uyamura. Nakajima, super tall dude, Ren Ayabi, or someone else? Oh, my God. All right. So, Ren Ayabe would be amazing. Ishimori's never leaving Bullet Club uh, and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So, if he was to join one of those teams, it would be House of Torture. But uh, <laughs> I, I still feel like he and Kenta still fit in with this killer group squad, you know? Yeah. So uh, I still feel like they fit in there. So uh, I, I'd just leave him. Leave him be. Nakajima, I would love it. I would love it. But I don't know. I don't – I'm not too sure. Yu Uramura is like, like a really nice safe spell, safe bet too. But, uh, oh, man, can I have all of those options? Like, can we just try them all out and see which one we like the most? And th- that's who stays in t- – <laughs> That is bad booking, my friend. Yeah, it is. That's why I don't book. We've established that I can't book for shit, man. Because I want everyone to be over. And, uh... <laughs> and you just want to try shit on TV. <laughs> That's right. Uh, That's great. Yeah, but this, and it's like a montage. You know how when you get uh, someone on a TV show and they're like, oh, we, we need to get dress up for the, for the night. And they there's a montage of them in the wardrobe coming out in new clothes. And the person's like shaking their head like, nah maybe nah that's what just five four guys are doing like yes. kojima comes out in the tracksuit mm. nah when ayawe comes out in the tracksuit maybe you or Mura comes out in the tracksuit and they're like oh, we better take him because he's he's a new japan guy maybe i don't know <sighs> well, what if the whole numbers thing is a gimmick and it is but at the same time what if it's <laughs> this kind of gimmick where it's actually more than one person you Wait know. until Taka and realizes he can sell just six guys T-shirts. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it could be, you know, <laughs> that would be really fun if it was like, if it was like Ren Ayabi and maybe a couple other dudes from fucking JTO and they got their shot. Which, by the way, JTO recently just out Taka's promotion had a match and I have not seen it yet. I'm not sure if it's happened yet, but I want to watch it so bad. Ren Ayabi. Super tall dude, Andre the Dickhead himself versus Eagle Mask. <laughs> Eagle Mask is, Eagle Mask does not want to live. That's pretty much what I heard. He's so <laughs> tiny. It's 
gonna be amazing. I can't wait. He's to gonna eat that. that. He's gonna take that front Nelson and just snap. <laughs> he's gonna snap like one of those chicken wishbones, you know, like fucking hell. Well, and then <laughs> like his wish of joining just five guys will come true. Oh my god, that's how it happens. Oh. <laughs> poor eagle mask. All right, so uh. What's the main event, Luke? I get to cover this really gnarly main event. It is Kazuchika Okada and Leo Rush versus Tetsuya Naito and Hiromu Takahashi. The entrance order is weird. Okada comes out, Naito comes out, Leo Rush comes out, then Hiromu comes out. So, um, okay, that's weird. Uh, there's awesome Rush and Hiromu's preview stuff to start off with. Neither of them getting the upper hand. You know, it ends with them both looking at each other, with their arms up, and going, oh, yeah, we did the good start. So uh, there's that kind of stuff. Okada tortures uh, Tetsuya Naito's arm. So uh, Naito fires back by uh, bending Okada's arm in the corner on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Naito's just like, wait a minute. Akata, are you trying to be an asshole? No, no, fuck you. I'm an asshole. I'm I'm the bigger asshole than you. Like you, you can't. No, they're not having it. Hiromu throwing uh, Leo Rush around the railing, and so that means like Laj are wrestling like full dickhead heels in this match. This is awesome. They beat the ever-loving shit out of Leo Rush for ages. It's really cool stuff. There's a hot tag and more amazing uh, Okada and Naito wrestling. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a tag team, six-man, singles match. They're in the ring, ring together. It's freaking awesome. And uh, Naito's like, oh, Okada, uh, your neck still works. So, you know, fuck your neck. This match is just fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm loving it. Hiromu and Leo, they, they have the crowd kicked up into an absolute frenzy here. Like, the crowd's just going nuts, nuts for these two, just fucking fucking going crazy. Leo and Okada, they do some double-team shit, which leads to the win. That's their first uh, attempt at double-teaming shit. I wasn't a fan of all of it, because they do try to do a Rainmaker-type double-team. This doesn't quite work, but the rest of it does and looks pretty good. So I'm allowed. <laughs> and there's a final hour. On Hiromu by Leo Rush, proving Leo Rush proves to himself and the fans that he's got what it takes to be able to pin Hiromu Takahashi. Mind you, hasn't he done that in a tag match before as well? I don't know, can't remember. But uh, he pins him here. It's an awesome main event. I want this match. Yeah. Why? Like, why is this match? I don't. You know, I'm just like wondering. It's like, why is this? But goddamn, it's fucking amazing. And like, you know. Naito's not in 100% main event mode, but he is in fuck your neck mode. He does the old hip toss onto the knee thing that he was doing all through the G1 to Okada. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck you. I love that. Um, And I I thought it was interesting, too. We had a Michinoku driver in this match, too, which was wild. So, um, but yeah, it was really good. Harumu has a question for all of us, and that is, where's Mike Bailey? So... That's yeah, true. He is the third member of the match, and goddamn, wouldn't it be nice to have some like preview matches with him in it, you know? Because, uh, but at the same time, I'll take any Mike Bailey I can get. Uh, now, Luke, we are on to the next uh, night, which is uh, the October first show. It is also Kurgan Hall. Chris is also on the call, and this is the first anniversary of Antonio Inoki's passing, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So. 
But there is a weird way to start this show, and I'm intrigued by it. We have a cold open in New Japan. That is not, I've never seen a cold open in New Japan. And what it is, the cameras are turned on, and House of Torture is beating the shit out of Sonata in the crowd. And it's crazy. It's just four guys. Here they come. They roll up, but they're too late. His, his ass has already been kicked. And that is the cold open of New Japan, Road to Destruction. <laughs> I loved it. It's a little Western, sure. It's a little like, it's like American wrestling, sure. But uh, I feel like uh, the crowd's really responding to this feud really well. And uh, let's tease a little bit more of it for later on in the night. It, it gets to me so much that uh, you and I watched this together live, and uh, at some point I messaged you and I said, uh, can these guys, can uh, this night hurry up? I want Just Four Guys versus House of Torture already. Uh, and uh, I was liking what I was watching before that match. So I was just sick, but I was well, just like, fuck off. We had also kind of misunderstood Taichi's message from the night before, as we were That's meant true. to. And, uh, you know, we thought that maybe the Just Five Guys new member would debut on this random show instead of on the big show. <laughs> so, <laughs> why, didn't, so, why didn't the uh, Just Five Guys member debut? Uh, it, yeah, it's a it's just a rando house show kind of well, televised. So, yeah, let's get out of the way, Luke. Um, so we have right. an arm wrestling contest. It is Chase yeah. Owens versus Tongaloa. Tongaloa wins three times, and Chase can't believe it, and Bullet Club out, and they beat up uh, Tongaloa. I can't – I mean, like, giving him an injury angle is the best strategy to getting him over, definitely. And so um, – oh Right? And so <laughs> they pilmanize his arm, and then Team Unaffiliated out, uh, and they appear to chase uh, the Bullet Club guys off. But it's too late. Tongaloa's arm has been destroyed. I wonder if he'll be able to win matches and wrestle. We'll find out later. Can't wait to find out later. Hey. I mean, at least they're trying something. I'm, I, it's Dude, like, we know do this matchup sucks, so. spot And don't even involve Scott Norton, who is an ex-IWGP <laughs> heavyweight champion and was in the arm wrestling movie with Stallone over the top. How do you not do that? I mean, Chris does eventually mention and make Norton jokes about five fucking minutes after I did it on the Tweety. Someone copied me again, stealing my shit. But uh, anyway, I'm going to the next match because I don't want to talk about Tongaloa anymore. I've already done that. And uh, I know it annoys you just to hear me go, oh, God, he's going to talk about him again. So let's go to Bolton Oleg and Oscar Loeb versus Tomohiro Ishii and Toriyanu. Uh, there's a really awesome slap by Oscar onto Ishii, which is ouch. <laughs> Man, I, Oscar's my favorite young lion right now. I think like he's just hungry and big and just I don't know. I just really like his offense and he's he's, he's driving his fire. It's pretty great. Uh, Ishii and Oleg mix it up and uh, Ishii's like demanding more and more strikes and uh, it ends. But uh, you know. It's it's like he's telling Oleg to keep hitting him until you get the strikes done perfectly. Like you yeah. know, it's like he's in school. All right, no, that one did, that wasn't that wasn't wasn't a good one. Give me another one. Hmm. Yeah, you're definitely a young lion. Hit me again. Hmm. Okay. Fuck you, brainbuster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's Oleg hitting the brainbuster. But uh, you know, uh, Ishi. I like seeing Ishi German uh, Oscar Loeb with help from Yano. Yano, because uh, give. 
Oscar a bit of a distraction, which helps Ishii there. Ishii then brabs Oscar, so uh, I'm like, <laughs> all right, I guess Oleg has got that title match, so you, you got to keep him hot. Uh, Oscar almost gets a full pin on Ishii too, which, uh, like, it was a 2.98 kind of pin. Not quite an Akata-level pin, but pretty close, Ishii. Like, it damn. Got, the, got the O, you know, which that's what you're yeah. looking for, right? But uh, Oscar, he does manage to get a lot of shit in, but uh, sliding Lariat, don't even need the full brain buster, sliding Lariat, and Ishii picks up the win. Yeah. Well, he was able to win because he hit that big headbutt right before. That's and right. then sliding D for the win. So, you know, it wasn't just that. But, yeah, Oscar, his throws are real scary in this match, and it's like, man, I don't know about this. But, hey, whatever. It's not my spine. But, anyway, next, Luke, we have... Hanari on the cob versus Nakashima and <laughs> Tanahashi. And you got beef with this matchup of Tanahashi and Nakashima, you know, now teaming together after they had just had beef last night. And uh, you're not supposed to remember that, Lou. Come on, man. Oh, like you there are. should have just been a, a little moment of Yudo just giving him the evil eye just before they start and being like, and just give him a nod going, all right, I, mean, I will tag with you, but I'm still a young lion pissed at Tanahashi. Dude. Tanahashi was a fucking dick to him the night before. So, but I absolutely, mean, he grabbed his hair. So that's what you get, you know. Yeah, uh, but uh, Cobb and Tanahashi, they have a cheer off, and Cobb, he rocks the baby, which is very funny. He kind of like catches Tanahashi and rocks him around. I like that. I used to hate it when anyone would pick up the ace and like do something like that with them, but it's okay when Cobb does it for some reason. So, um, Night Empire. They try to make a fool out of the ace, but he responds with violence. And Cobb tries a sling blade, which is foolish because Tanahashi just sees it coming a mile away, nopes him like he's Samoa Joe. And Cobb hits a drop kick in response, which is a really cool little exchange there. Tanahashi is helpful when Broken Arm Young Lion tags in, and we get a double brabbing where Hanare. And uh, it's getting Brad and fucking Cobb, I believe, is in the uh, JTO, as you called it earlier. So uh, right. Hanari tries the rampage tag, or he gets the rampage tackle for the win on Nakashima and his arm. We don't know the status if it's broken or not. Nakashima, I mean. Speaking of someone I'm surprised that doesn't have a broken arm, by the way, uh, Christian scoop slams uh, Darby Allen onto the uh, steel yeah, steps. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, uh, fucking ouch. Why? Uh, so yeah. Why are we doing that? That seems just foolish, but I yeah. Don't don't take that match away from me, dude. I love that match. Uh, it, it was awesome. Uh, I'm all in on whatever this Christian thing going. Oh my god, he wasn't even the champion for the last few months. Luchasaurus was, but he just like pretended it was him because he's like Luchasaurus's like ma- manager or controller or whatever. Yeah. You know and then that, they had like- a free. Oh my god, then they had a three-way match with Darby Allen, Luchasaurus, and Christian, and then Christian won. So now he actually is the champion, but everyone says he's only been champion for like a couple of weeks, and Christian's like, no, nah, it's been four months, dude. Oh man, I love this story. Okay. What, how do you feel about Edge being involved now, that guy that won't retire? What do you think? Uh, I don't mind. I, I kind of like it. Uh, also, I feel like it was inevitable that he'd turn up where his best mate is yeah. uh, and uh, and all that. So I'm not too sh- – not just that. He's long friends with Jericho and stuff too. So 
I'm not surprised that he went back to WWE first where it's safer, but I, I don't know. Look, I tell you what, here's the power of Mr. Adam Copeland. Uh, my mate, my best man, Tim, couldn't give a shit about anything that's not WWE wrestling. Like, doesn't care. Doesn't. And then I told him that uh, Adam Copeland turned up on AEW last night. He's like, Luke, what's your login for fight? He's never asked me. I've like, I've already, I've always told him he could have that to watch Dynamite and Collision. Like, what's your, you know, he was just like, what's your fight login? I want to watch it. Well, I think so, that he's a massive Vikings fan, or maybe he loves the show Haven. Don't you think it's one of those <laughs> two things? It's possible, uh, I, but uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. So I, I'm. I like how they use old guys in AW. So like, I'm, it's not like, it's not like how they. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm into it. Anyway, uh, where am I up to right here? Uh, I get to cover the other. Night show. Empire, yeah, it's great. Oh yeah, I get. Yeah, that's right. He's in this next match. It's uh, Yoda Suji. <laughs> this match rules, by the way. It's Yoda Suji and Shingo Takagi. Or is it Takagi Shingo? Oh, I always get that mixed up. Versus uh, Callum Newman and Greater Okan. And oh my God, you know. You know Callum's eating it. You just know that he's he's the he's the guy to job. You, you know it. But Lij always make it look so damn good. Oh my god! There's only one bit of stuttering in this match, and that's Yoda Suji accidentally getting his leg trapped in the ropes. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's Kenta Sato, the ref at this point. He has to go over there and help yeah. uh, Yoda Suji get out of the ropes. So that means Callum and Shingo. Have to stall just for a little moment, uh, but uh, they get back in on track very quickly, and then they they do it. Dude, there's a new move done by Yoda and Shingo. It's a new double team move. Did you catch the name of it? What is it, Mister Guy? I don't know. Tell me about all about it. It is called the Pumping Blast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Gross. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it. It is redonkulous and it looks a little bit, unless I'm kind of blind or wasn't paying full attention, it looks a little like a, uh, well, like a. Children Elimination! <laughs> it's kind of move. So that, that, that gets over with me anyway because. Uh, don't know if people remember or know this. I I do love Canyon and and Perry Satin, Mister Mister Moppy himself. I, I love them. So doing total eliminations, that's a good way to get me over with your tag team. So uh, I, I love that. And it's like the course, double yeah, submission. Now time. everybody's doing it. You know. That's right. Yeah, that's great. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Who gets the win yeah. here? It's uh, I'm pretty sure I think it's Yoda's no, it's uh it's Shingo over Callum Newman. Yeah. Yeah. And Suji on the way out, he talks to the old guy doctor and he's like, Yeah, I sure am not hurt, and I definitely don't want you to check my leg out that got trapped in the ropes, but let's go over here now. <laughs> he like <laughs> go to the back together. And I'm like, Yeah, it's like guy's really I don't think He's a real doctor, but um, mm. I have a hilarious note in my notes that I just want to read to you because it doesn't make any sense. I know what it is, but it's really fun. It says, Great Ocon turns his back as if to say, I swear I don't care, elbow that, but he does care. 
<laughs> so Suji, I know what this means, but it's a pretty good one. Suji, um, he's, <laughs> he steals Great Okan's hair barrette, all right? And he, and he, you know, he has it in his his hair, and Great Okan does his face like I don't care about that. It doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> he's clearly bothered about it. It's great. Yeah, he hates it. He's oh, not happy. Man. That was really funny, but my, I swear I don't car elbow that, but he does car. <laughs> that is tremendous. Anyway, so next week we have match number five and the one that it could go seven. We don't know. It's the best assassin. He's strong style versus master Wato, Shota Umino, and Yuji Nagata, the man. And <laughs> Jeff Cobb has joined commentary, by the way. And he's... He says he's pretty funny at times, but it's like it's kind of like if he throws out, you know, 10, like six of them land. You know, that's kind of what he's going for here. And I'm not mad. Can I just say something about his commentary style? Please, please. I just forgot. So never mind. Well, he he asked a question that we've been asking. And that is Jeff Collins like, what is this whole thing for? Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like. So why do Ren and Shota hate each other? And we're like, yeah, why do they? That was so funny. And Chris was like falling over himself to justify everything. <laughs> it's great. So, oh man. Speaking of which, those two start meeting Ren and Shota, and they beat the fuck out of each other. It's pretty good. And um, it breaks down to uh, breaks down to a three one-on-one brawls all over Kirk and Hall. We get a good shot from Suzuki. Uh, I don't know what that means, but that's what happened. And speaking of which, oh wait, no, oh, we get a good shot uh, from <laughs> Suzuki and Nagata. They beat each other up. It's awesome. Good shit. That's what it's supposed to say. He keeps doing the sit-up thing. Okay, so oh, I love this. He runs in the ropes, hits a PK, <laughs> and he was, you know, I was like, nope, and sits up. You know, and so then he does it again. They do it like four times because the crowd is just losing their mind about it. It was hell yeah. I love that. But Strong Style, they get the numbers on Wado and beat the fucking shit out of him. (laughs) He's so mad. Numero dos after some leg trauma on Wado and Desperado, he lifts Wado, um, which is really great looking. He lifts him in the numero dos is what I mean. It's and, incredible. Uh, it's it looks it's some Joshi shit. It's fantastic. So uh, Shoda runs into them, breaking that whole thing up. And then Wado gets the high angle German, but that gets broken up too. And you're like fucking shit. So but here's what he does. Like Wado is like fuck you, and he like shows us all his dick. He like stands there, looks at everybody. Hits the biggest Rosita Mente you've seen that Ishimori wasn't involved in. And he gets the win on Desperado. And he looks like a fucking pimp doing it. I liked it. <laughs> the guy got beat up and tortured for most of this match. And and then he's like, I'm going to hit my German. It's over. He didn't get it. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fine. You're not hitting. He hits Rosita Mente 2, I think they call it, because it's the high angle one. Uh, it, it, yeah, This match is great. I wish they'd mix it up a little bit, but it's still very much the I'm feuding with you and not so much the other two. So the only time I really, really beat up the other two members is if I got to break a tag up or something. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But uh, 
I, I remembered my Cobb note. I was like, all right, how how is Jeff Cobb amazing in the ring and really fun on commentary, but being on the mic just kind of messes him up a little bit because uh, it, it maybe it's just different kinds of nerves that that or maybe it's just that's just how he is because his personality is wonderful and I feel like it shines through on commentary and it shines through with his in-ring character work, like what we see, his presentation. But uh, when he's on the mic uh, doing promos, it's, it doesn't always translate. Oh, dude. <laughs> hey, man, you know, he can't have it all. So, But he's, he's, he's pretty fun on the mic. He's, he's got to, yeah, I don't know. He just, I, I, I just really like his personality. Yeah, he was good on commentary. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I, again, some of it was bad, but like, more than half of it was good, so good enough, you know. I'll take that. Commentary is not easy. As someone who is adequate in general, you know. Mediocre. I think he did pretty good, you know, so. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the next match. We've got a Leo Rush, Kuzuskuru Carter, and Yoshihashi, which means Bushi's jobbing, uh, because it was either going to be him or Yo. Actually, it was always going to be Bushi, isn't it? Versus Bushi. <laughs> Hiromu Takahashi and Tetsuya Naito. And this is just more awesomeness that we get from the previous night. Leo's got that extra confidence as well because he beat Hiromu the previous night. So they're, they're starting out with strikes right away, both men. Like, it's a never match, which is totally amazing to me, but also weird because they're both junior as fuck and they just rush at each other like it's an Ishii Shingo match. I'm like, I can, I can dig that. I can dig that, lads. Fuck yeah. Now, uh, there is an indignity in this match, and uh, it, it is suffered by Bushi because the match finishes with two things. It finishes with Yoshihashi putting on the butter stink lock on Bushi. <laughs> and it also, and either it's in our heads or it actually happened, you've got the indignity of Chumpy going, give up! <laughs> yes. yes. Get up. And you're like, and Bushi must have been like, shut the fuck up, Chumpy. No one ever wants to kick. No one wants to fucking tap out of the butterfly lock, and I have to. So don't don't tell me to give up, even though I, I'm about to give up, which he does. So maybe I would have preferred Yo in this match because that wouldn't have had a butterfly lock finish. But uh, give up. <laughs> give up. It's so give funny. Up. I know it's a question. But I always like to think of it as just he's demanding that you give up. <laughs> like, listen, you need to give up. This match had a really cool, like, teamwork spot between Leah Rush and Okada that they kind of had tried the night before, but they perfected here. That was really good. And I was cracking up at the end as well with fucking Marty yelling in his face, give up. But, um, also, it's very important to note that Yoshihashi debuted a new move tonight or something that he hasn't done in a while, some kind of neck breaker that's like some special neck breaker. So he oh, hit yeah, that, I remember that. He hit that right before he did the butterfly lock, so it must not have been that cool. But anyway, well, no, Luke, you get the next match. Um, oh, really? So, yes, Yay. you do. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, that's pretty sweet. I guess you did do the previous match. That's right. So, all right, so it is just four guys. It's all of them. It is Taichi. It is Doki. It is Takamichinoku. And it is the champion, Sanada. And they are wrestling against House of Torture. 
uh, not quite all of them. Uh, Dick Togo's on the outside. So it is uh, Yujiro Katamaro. Wow, Katamaro's in House of Torture. That, that just both blows my mind and works 100%. He's drunk. He's drunk. Relax. Oh, my God. We also got a bit of, bit of show up in here. And, of course, <laughs> up in here. By the way, uh, I love that. E- Evil's, on, Evil's getting on the mic and he's saying it's going to be a really fun handicap match. You know, and, uh, but uh, then just four guys. They run out and attack. There's a huge brawl. And uh, on the outside, then Tucker and Katamaru are in the ring to start us off. Tucker eats the exposed corner. By the way, if it's a house, to- house of torture match, just assume that a corner pad has been removed because almost every time you don't see it happen. So if they're all brawling, you can just imagine who's not in the match. Oh, it's Dick Togo. What's Dick Togo? He's going to make a beeline for one of the corners and just take it off. You never, like, <laughs> man, they are the masters of doing it out of camera shot almost every time. Or to have me so distracted, like the referees are in the House of Torture match, that I always miss it. Oh, so, maybe they should give him a break, but not jump. That's right. <laughs> Taichi is uh, he's in the Just Five Guys tracksuit, and he's he's wearing it the whole entire match because, God damn it, he's in Just Five Guys, not just four guys, <laughs> not just three guys, not six, <laughs> but fucking five. <laughs> Flying that five guys flag, and he's given it. It's a bit of a fuck you to uh, Yoshinobu Katamaru. And man, they set up. They set up. Uh, Taka and Taichi set Katamaru up for a double Doki stomp, which is freaking awesome. And Doki just like wipes out Yujiro by doing nasty, nasty looking dive. Yeah. By nasty, I mean good. Uh, it's not like he, not Yoshihashi doing a plancha or anything. It was nasty then, to the guy that had to take it, right? Yeah. There's this really cool spot here where Taka has got a cross face on Kanemaru. Sho enters the ring. So Taka quickly gets up and then fucking, you know, uh, does this back kick right into Sho's fucking mush. Then goes back to whoop it on Kanemaru. And I'm like, that's really, that's, all right, all right, Taka. For sort of Western crowd, you might get a bunch of weasel, useful got a chance or something, but uh, he never Aww. lost it. He never lost it. God dang it! Katamaru gets does eventually get a nut shot on Taka from oh a Togo distraction. Not just a and nut shot. Oh my god! He punted his balls to the moon. Oh, <laughs> dude! Unbelievable. Taka's Taka's balls are orbiting the planet right now. Uh. That, oh man, that was it was gnarly. And so Kanemaru, he gets the win. Oh, the ex House of Torture guy gets the win. Oh, sorry, the ex uh, Just for Five Guys guy gets the win for House of Torture. <laughs> what a piece of shit! I, man, I love it. Just five and you know, and uh, Just for Guys, I think they get on the mic and they're like, "Hey, we got a new member coming. Mm-hmm. Just, just you wait." And I was like, "Man, they're." They realized maybe they could have just had this guy debut now, and then someone must have been like, why are we doing that now? This is wrestling. We tease it. We tease it and then have people come. Like, we already have people liking this feud. Let's have someone join a little later. Let's tease this out a bit. And I agree with that decision. It's a rando house show, even though it's free. Uh, well, at least one of the shows was free. You don't want to. You don't want to give this away. You want to. You'll hold on to it for a little bit before you do so. So I'm loving this, feud, Mr. Guy. Thank you for letting me cover one of these matches. No, this that is, was fantastic. You know, and that was, it is so much shit. fun. Um, 
you know, Jeff Cobb had a great call towards the end of this match. You know, Taichi's talking about the fifth guy, and Cobb speculates, maybe it's Ref Jumpy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, maybe it is? (laughs) That was tremendous. That made me laugh. All right, so... I want to see. I just want to see him in a just tap out show, Chumpy, and he just says give up all the time because it's just tap out. <laughs> Everybody give up. But uh, that would be great. Anyway, um, so for the first time in some years, I don't know how many, but here we have an elimination twelve man tag match coming up here. Okay. So, <laughs> What I do in matches like this is I'll let you know who eliminated who and how, and I'll do my best. So here is who is in this match. It is Hikaleo, ELP, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, Kushida, and Kevin Knight. We also have Jada ringside. So that's really seven versus seven. And these folks are facing the team of Gabriel Kidd, Clark Connors, DeAndroid, Dan Maloney, Finley and Chase Owens. So that's I like how you did that like it's a Saturday Night Live episode. I was, I was trying not to go too far that way, but uh, Dan Maloney. Yeah, that was really fun. This year we got to do the um, Marty like picking up the prices right. Come on down. You know, that's what I'm thinking this time. But uh, we'll see. So <laughs> stay tuned to our year end spectacular or whatever the fuck we call that. But uh, so this match starts. <laughs> it's great. Um, this match starts and it's a hot start and Kevin Knight does a big dive and it's cool and ELP does a big dive and it's fucking cool and Tongaloa, his arm is destroyed and they destroy his arm more and he but he doesn't want he doesn't like selling <laughs> so it's a big mistake but yes that's, that's what are you doing it's, it makes it kind of fun to watch, honestly. So Tama tags in, and Bullet Club, they take turns just destroying him. So there's bear hugs from the android on Tama Tonga, and I'm so happy. And it's kind of a mess of a match, but it's it's fun. You know, there's a yeah, really good storytelling here. So, all right, so here are your eliminations in order. Hikaleo being the first one eliminated by the entire Bullet Club team. It takes all of them and like some sneakiness to get him over the ropes. And that's what happens. So there's a mini singles match between Gate Kid and ELP. And it's tremendous. And it ends with Gate Kid getting eliminated twice by ELP because everybody on the BC team is doing the Shawn Michaels spot where they want to skin the cat, but they get kicked off or something else happens. And so you'll, you know, that will be a common refrain throughout this review because it happens like 10 times. So anyway, so the Android hits the biggest German suplex I've ever seen on ELP. It's incredible. He's hanging onto the ropes too. And, and ELP has to resort to purple nurples. So this is great. So you got, you got the Android he's hanging on. To the ropes like he's Shawn Michaels, but he won't let go because he's a fucking android, right? He's so strong. I mean, I know he's a dreadnought dead eye guy, but android is so much better. I'm going with it's that. It's so much better, right? <laughs> right? So I'm going with that. But anyway, he's clamped down on these ropes. He won't let go, which is probably what happened, in, that what happened in real life. Exactly. Would he snip them, though? Would clamp snip them? <laughs> 
He might. I don't know. (laughs) So he's got him up there, and so he tries kicking him. Doesn't work. He tries punching him. It doesn't work. And then he tries purple nurples, and he has to let go. It's like the androids' nipples are like human nipples. (laughs) Oh, man. That was a lot of fun. So ELP, he tries the old Kofi Kingston spot and gets pounced off of Hikaleo trying to make it back to the ring. He jumps out of the ring, lands on the guardrail, and Hikaleo's like, oh, I'm out. So he, like, makes a table, and ELP jumps onto that only to run right into a fucking spear off of Hikaleo. Tremendous spot. That was fun. I liked how they, they made a way in this match to include the people that either had been eliminated or were still waiting to get in. You know, they did a good job of that. It was really fun. So I like that too. So Kevin Knight, he rides the Android to the stage area. Like he's getting eliminated, but he gets on the Android's back and kind of like rides him over to the stage area, stands on that. And then Kushida helps him to the announcer table and he jumps to the apron and dives on everybody, but only get only to be speared off the apron by Connors, eliminating them both, which was so Connors got two big eliminations. That was fun. And they reversed people he hates. So that was awesome. Um, Dan Maloney. Let's see here. Uh, him and Kushida eliminate each other, going tumbling to the outside. And I, I could be wrong, but I think Maloney was also doing the I'm hanging on to the rest thing. But uh so then we get the big part of the match, the preview shit we've all been waiting for. I can't wait. It's Chase Owens and Tonka Loa. They wrestle and give you us a preview. And there's a package pile driver on Tonka Loa, but Chase doesn't pin uh, because he wants to do the crossface. So the ref eliminates Tonga Loa after crossface from Chase Owens. What a fucking. All right. So. Um... <laughs> So that happens, and Tonga Loa just plays dead in the ring, and every and it's like, come on, dude, just roll out. But he won't roll out, so everybody has to come in and remove him from the ring. Get out! Oh I gotta sell this so hard, you know. Anyway, because I know how to. But anyway, so Chase and Finley are, are versus Tama, and that's who's left. All right. So the BC team they beat up on him, of course, and this goes on for quite some time. And then Tama eliminates Chase with a dropkick. Oh, no. And ref distraction from Gato. Gato rules. And Gabe Kid slides in and hits fucking Tama with the pile driver. But guess what? Huge dominator. But he kicks out. That dominator was massive and amazing for Finley. I love that. But then gun stun over the ropes. Not quite Canadian. Maybe like Antarctican, you know, uh, style. Over the Alaskan. Yeah, Alaskan style. There we go. Over the ropes is now Alaskan style. Don't let me forget that. That's fantastic. So Alaskan style, gun stun, and Tama wins uh, the match for his team. And they celebrate by dogpiling each other. And I'm pretty sure ELP injures his shoulder during this whole dogpile thing. So anyway, that was the match, Luke. I liked the match. It was really messy, but, man, it was fun. And it was it, it did what it was supposed to do. I love these elimination matches. And what I notice when I watch these elimination matches, I feel like you notice it too because both our reviews for these are always just like us saying how much fun we had watching it. But uh, I don't know. Like the like it gives them a chance to flex some of their muscles. Maybe the finish doesn't matter so much so they, can, they don't have to worry so much about – I don't know. They can be a little bit more messy and a little loose. It's just something – 
that's fun for the for everyone when uh, these elimination tags are happening. And I, and you're right about this one specifically being like, let's not just stand outside like goofs. Let's use them for some spots and some you know taking out some uh, people that are still in and all that kind of stuff. These are always a great time. And as down as we've been for this kind of whole Hontai versus War Dogs feud. I really like this match, and I'm kind of excited for the Never good, Open yeah. title match. So, fair cop. They did their jobs, and they did them well that I want more. So, god damn it. And uh, I've got – these two previews have made me really excited for Kushida and Kevin Knight, the uh, intergalactic jet setters or whatever, however, wherever they're jet setting, uh, versus the uh, team of 100 proof – and uh, Driller Maloney. So, like, I reckon it's going to be a great time. Hell yeah. Yeah, that match was great, right? Well, Absolutely. Those two shows were a lot of fun. And, you know, we're, we're kind of, like, dipping our toe back into the whole, like, live New Japan thing while people are up. And sometimes people were up and sometimes they weren't. But, man, we appreciate the folks that were. Ex- exactly. We do appreciate them. And some of our, our listeners or friends or, or whatever have been having the same trouble that I've been having with yes. watching live. Let's talk about and it. And I, I had one little fuck up right near the end during the main start of the main event, and then I refreshed, it fixed itself up, and I got to watch the rest. So the fact that I was able to watch almost the entirety of uh, that second uh, destruction show was good. Oh, uh, I think that, hopefully. Yeah. It was tor- it was in that that final match too I think is where it happened because I remember I was like oh I hope he like fucking like gets in with the bear hugs you know maybe it was that second that first show but anyway I was really hoping that you like like turned it back on and the android was doing bear hugs pretty sure that might have been the case I ca- I can't remember but it was definitely the second show because I couldn't watch the first one live because of uh, the football and all that kind of stuff Fair so. All right, man. I know we've gone for a, a little while, yeah, and all that, but uh, it is it is diary time. Yay! And Jay, you did uh, kind of feed it to me that uh, hey, friends of the show, and I'm like, yeah, we have those. And one of them is is Jay, who sent us a whole bunch of wrestler diaries because we ran out of the wrestler diaries and needed more. So uh, here we are. We got a whole bunch of them. And uh, look, this is going to be a special treat uh, for everyone who, anyone who's listened to me read this individual's diary entries out before, because uh, it's a Roki Goto, everyone. Oh. This has been, episode... been very good, though, in the past, so we'll see. Oh, I'm not. I wasn't being sarcastic. Like, no, I would do this. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, this guy, everyone. Hiroki Goto so far is the undisputed king of uh, Wrestler Diaries with, believe it or not, maybe Yo and Yoshihashi for different reasons, not far behind him. Kanemaru. So, you know, don't be, don't be. Kanemaru's up there. Kanemaru, you know, but uh, yes, there's been some fantastic ones from Goto. So don't just, you know, don't be like me. You know, you definitely want to listen to what we have coming up here. Don't be like me and, and, and just shun everything Goto. This is one thing you need to accept. That's right. You can put pen to paper, that's for sure. Or <laughs> fingers to keyboard. It is dated September 19th, 2023. And here we go. 
Hello, everyone. What the fuck? Son of a bitch. Ah, that's how we started. Hello, everyone. What exclamation mark? Oh, my God. The new tour has started, and I'm finally back to wrestling. Yoshihashi and I want to gain momentum for the Tag League, which will start soon. With the battleground moved to Kyushu, it looks like the wait is finally over for us to have a title match. What? In the midst of all this fighting and wrestling, I'm actually concerned about my daughter's back at home. She started middle school, and between you and me, she's a bit of a rebel. It's it's good that she's... I'm not going to make fun of that. Like I, I'm not a total art monster. It, it's good that she's not yet riding off... I'll start again. She started middle school, and between you and me, she's a bit of a rebel. It's good that she's not yet riding off on stolen motorbikes or going around breaking windows of school buildings at night. But please, stop ignoring your dad! I don't want to be a grown-up who has to shout at her to study harder. At least that was how I felt back in junior high school. But as time went by, I realized that I had turned into the very thing I hated. But my <laughs> eldest daughter is a no-nonsense person like me, so even if I said it to her, it wouldn't resonate with her. <laughs> I can't win! Poor Goto! This reflects yeah. his wrestling career quite a bit. <laughs> You know? <laughs> it really does. Can't win the oh big one, you know. <laughs> it's not. It's not so much about what I want to do, but more about what I have. If you can discover what you want to do early enough and push forward with it hard enough, like I did, there will be no adults scolding you. The other day, my eldest daughter had a chance to dance on the big stage of Yokohama Arena with the dance school she attends. It seems to have developed. It seems to have developed a desire to be the main dancer in the idol group. If I recall, I myself was impressed by Ricky Choshu's sharpness when I was in the second year of junior high school. And from that moment on, I wanted to become a professional wrestler. I spent every day of my life with the determination that no matter how hard I had to train, even if I could die from this, then I would be happy. My parents watched from the sidelines without saying a word, not saying anything was the biggest encouragement for me. Jesus. I'm still, yeah, right. Calm down, Goda. Relax. This is a, a diary entry. You're writing to what yourself. Sort of, Mike, Goto, look, I know you looking back on this, you're kind of okay with your parents being like ignoring you and shit, but I don't know. I'm kind of happy that all the things that I attempted in my life, my parents were like, fuck you, man, knock yourself out. You could be good at it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I don't know. But anyway, you know, his parents shunned him and uh, he was happy about it because I'm still in the middle of living my dream. Just bef- Now he doesn't have to give them money, I guess, because he's like rich and made it. Like, you can support mm-hmm. me. I'll give you nothing. Just oh, before I left for the tour. <laughs> Maybe you hey. have more money now. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. We ignored you, but uh, that comes at a price. Uh, yeah. We're going to be parents to you if you don't give us money. That's right. And he's like, no, <laughs> I will do this. So. <laughs> Just before I left for the tour, my daughter was taking a picture of my face with her phone and giggling. What's so funny? I looked at it and saw. And it's a picture of uh, Hiroki Goto with, like, really sour lemon face. Like he's eating like the sourest 
most sour lemon mm-hmm. cans you can possibly imagine. This girl was laughing at something like this when she was trying to ignore me just the other day. I guess you can do all sorts of stuff with image editing software these days. It's tough being the father of a daughter. Oh, bullshit. So he's saying... Finn. That... By the way, he ends this with Finn. <laughs> he does. He's such a nerd. So he's saying that his daughter doctored the photo that looks like him doing that. And uh, and I do want to point out, too, that he mentioned something along the lines of, like, that... Um... <laughs> I just found his uh, diary to be very amusing and... Um... I would like to point out that that we are, Luke, the 154th most popular wrestling podcast in Japan right now. So, Godo is the 155th most popular wrestler. So, (laughs) look, this might not have had the uh, "I will do this" moment, but. This is another winner for me. I just, I just kind of, I, I'm not sure Goto's the kind of guy that I really dig having a beer with or something like that. But Goto definitely is one of those guys where I will read all of his diary entries that come my way because I just, I, I just need to know what this man's going to say next <laughs> and how he's going to say it, and it's just absolutely incredible. So the man can t- tell a story. Maybe I'd read his book. Is what I'm trying to say. Maybe. Oof. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like his book would be derivative. <laughs> yeah, maybe he gets a ghostwriter to write it instead of doing it himself, and it's not as good because I mean, it's like it's kind of that's always been my complaint is that he's derivative in general. So you know what? I I can I can just see him being like, no, I'm too tired to to write a di- uh, to write a book. Uh, just publish all 400 plus of my diary entries into a, mean, into a novel. There you go. And like I his daughter. Is I'm sure way better than him in every way. I just want to make it clear. So, well, she's using photo software to rag on Goto. So already, <laughs> me and her already, Mister Guy is just like I am on this lady's team for life. She's ragging <laughs> on the Goto's. It's all good. <laughs> her, me, and Ian are the triumvirate of fucking with Goto using. Like uh, you know, photo editing software. So yes. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Oh my goodness. Always, always fun. Thank you, Jay, so much. That's another successful Please. diary, in my opinion, from Mr. Goto. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I have a whole bunch here. I've got one from Yoshi and Wato in the mix. Watos are good as well. I got a Kanemaru as well, a Taichi and a Tanahashi. So uh, well, Jay, and, Jay did and, spoilers. She did, but did, did you see what actually the email was was titled? Godo's email. It it's great. We have it's, a message from her, and it's and tell me what it says, Luke. It's great. All right, so it's Wrestler Diaries, fucking Goto, <laughs> and her email message to us just says, "Yup." <laughs> By the way, tremendous. It's the 416th entry of his. Oh, my like, God. They've all been gems. Like, no. I, I suddenly, I, I, part of me is glad I'm not a member of uh, the New Japan fan club, because if I was, I just know I'd get baked one day and just jump down the uh, Goto Diary rabbit hole and <laughs> I'd need rescuing. Yeah. Can't do that. that. Don't do that, please. So, no. 
Um, but yeah, man, those shows were fun to talk about. I had a blast, maybe too much fun. Sorry, folks. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a, you know, it's been a fun you know weekend, and I'm excited for the big show coming up. Who knows? We might have a Never Realm in between. We'll see. That's right. You never know. And uh, unless uh, hmm, unless Mr. Guy has anything he'd like to in Gator, we trust. <laughs>